It's the big DJ with the big sound. We're talking DJ Me, stamped in the street. We are back. We back. Fiesta. Crucial. <laughs> we good. Yeah, I That do. record there. Yeah. Listen. I told Crucial, man, he got a dope record on his hands. Like, it's, like, I, I would really put a visual behind it. That's, that's I would put on my Lionel Richie wig on. Really? Yeah. Fiesta. You know, bring back the Commodore vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If he did it that way with those type of effects, kind of right. go retro. That would be, that would be listen, yeah. put Crucial in the, in the little Lionel Richie wig. <laughs> and you too? Hey, no, no. See, I want you to get a cut. I'm like, dog, the nails with a cut with it. No, we back in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Boss DJ talk. Show. Back with the boss talk. We back with the boss, man. Yes. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should do that. Oh, see, his sounds yeah. better than mine. Mine sound like I got pushed. <laughs> Excuse me. So, for those who don't know who you are, let's introduce you, you know you. Okay. People. I'm Brian McKinney. Went to the University of Miami. Played in the NFL for 12 years. Was Super Bowl champion with the Baltimore Ravens. Finished my career with the Dolphins. Um, and now is life after football. Life after football. Mm-hmm. You've been busy. Very I try busy. to stay busy because, like, my whole career consisted of an itinerary and being busy for like seven months out of the year. So I kind of try to keep that going. Because idle, I can imagine idle time is not. You're like, no. Nope. Like, what I, I it's not. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> I try to make the most of my 24. I see. You, know? yeah, you got you got the dance class going. Yeah. On. You I do. <laughs> One of my friends, he's a choreographer. Shout out to E. He's a choreographer, right? So he, um, I take tennis lessons. So we were taking tennis lessons one day, and um, I want to say my tennis coach might have mentioned it or something, and I was like, yeah, let's do dance. Like, I ain't never really danced before, so let's try that as a workout. So <laughs> we do that on Mondays uh, just to get, like, extra sweat, especially, like, the top of the week. Cause I normally go out and hang out at Brick House or something on Sundays, so I need to sweat on Monday. And I, I go do that, so move around a little bit. And it's, like, in the evening, too, so it gives me time to recover. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Now. How hard is it, though, like, to stay consistent, though? Because you, you live a life, you be the nightlife. You know I, I, mean? I feel like being consistent in anything, that means there's that's a good chance that you'll be pretty good at it if you, as long as you're consistent. So, I mean, like, far as football, I learned to be consistent from, you know, high school to college and then in the pros. You know, everybody knew me to be hanging out, but when it was time to be in the season, I was, you know, kind of right, yeah. had discipline. Yeah. So I know it was time to work. So Ooh, I just kind of taught myself that. That's a, that's very important, discipline. I'm still working on discipline. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I, I know a couple years back you had started a record label. I did. So about 10 years ago, 2009 around the time. Um, well, that's when the album came out. Uh, Pleasure Peace album came yeah. out in 2009. So, like, around 2007 or 8 then, because that's when I met him, um, we started um, a label. And uh, I've been, I've been like, music since I was young. So, um, actually, was going to Scratch Academy to learn how to DJ as well. Um, I just got to buy the setup now to practice at home, but I would go there once a week. I started going there, like, the end of last year and learn how to beat match and learn all the terminology like BPMs and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah I had I to learn that. that I learned it on, like, the turntables, <laughs> right. though, so it was like... I learned it on that because then like your BPM's high. Like what? Teach you how to and how to do it. So I wanted to learn on turntables first, and then uh, just now by the setup so I can practice at home. So I, I was only going there once a week. So I've been working on that as well. But I've been in the music from playing the piano. I started playing piano like a three. You know, how your mom gets you like the little Casio thing and it makes his own little beats. Yeah. I was doing that as a kid, and then like when I was like in middle school, you know, you buy like the tapes. Long time ago, tapes and CDs and stuff. <laughs> Some kid was out of What? I, I know, right? Like tapes. <laughs> I um, I used to try to pick what songs I felt like would be the singles and stuff next. Like basically, was trying to be an A and R, not knowing it. Right. So I was like always in the music. Now I have to ask you: Did you did because did you ever was it? As soon as you, you waited for the radio to play that song and you had that rec- your finger on oh, that yeah. record button re- ready to record, go. Record, yeah. Ah, gotcha. And try to uh, hurry up and stop it, and then you know you can tape over some stuff. You put like a little tissue in the top of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, man, I forgot about you record that. over stuff. You put the little tissue at the top. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Dang, I feel like we sh- really showing our age. Oh. Wow. That just seems so long ago. I like, know, right? But that they don't even but, exist. But you, they haven't existed in the past 15 years. 
Listen, but if you got that cassette popping and you ain't, you couldn't nobody tell you nothing. Oh yeah, <laughs> like you was making your own mixtape back then, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you was, and then sell them. Yeah. <laughs> and you had A and B side. What? Uh-huh. Good on it. So, from that to now, because you you know, a lot of things in between. Yeah. But now you, it seems like you really is um like heading head heading to the the the, the fitness. And yeah. Because when I first retired, I was like, I ain't fucking working out. I had to do this shit my whole <laughs> life. So the first year, I ain't do nothing, but I was still hanging out and partying. And I was like, damn, I don't feel the same no more. <laughs> so I was like, let me try to get back into working out a little bit. So then I I did it, but I had to do it. If you look at it, everything I did was always a group, like a team thing. So I just gathered like a bunch of my friends and I would get them because we basically hold each other accountable. So that way. Mm-hmm. I would have to stay committed, and then it kind of just went on like that. So there's always somebody with me if you pay attention to them when I'm doing these workouts. It does make it a difference. It ain't really by myself because I'll stop. So it got to be somebody there <laughs> that I kind of keep me motivated to keep doing. So luckily I've gotten some friends um, that be coming on board and trying all this crazy shit I'll be doing. <laughs> those friends, though, for real, because, like you say, Yeah, like we even did, like last year we did a Spartan race, and I ain't never even Ooh, heard of a Spartan race no, until I did. I, two weeks prior to us doing this. But, um... Serena Williams had hit me up two weeks prior and was like, oh, let's do a Spartan race. And I was like, what is a Spartan race? I don't know what that is. It's basically like a 3.7 mile (laughs) course with like 22 obstacles. And it's like crazy stuff. Stress. And if you complete it in a certain amount of time, you get a medal. So it's like, I came all the way out here, but at least complete it so I get a medal. Then they give you a beer at the end, but... You it's want, a lot. Do you want the beard by the end? I by was on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> by the end, it was like, oh, man, I, I was helping somebody over, like, an obstacle. And she didn't really, like, help me help her. And my back tightened up. So it was, like, early in the race. <laughs> Out of all people, I see my chiropractor on the course. And he, like, stretched me and adjusted me and, like, loosened my backpack up. Ain't that crazy? So you was good. Like, yeah, I was good after that. Like, ain't no good. Ain't no good. on deck. You was ready. Yeah. Now, so, you... I, Oh. Now, you know, what I've noticed, um, like I said, I've seen you, like, and I've, I really feel like that you're, you're definitely one to, to I don't want to say gain, but you've um, gained this or have this level of uh, respect, that's the word I was looking mm-hmm. for, in the community, especially down here, because I see you at a lot of events. You support a lot of organizations. Mm-hmm. Um so, you know, how important has that been as far as giving back and making that? Cause, and, then, and, and, and how do you pick the organizations and the causes that you decide to kind of support? Um, I, I always thought giving back was big and coming from basically a single-parent home where, you know, your mom, my mom had to work two jobs, sometimes three during the holidays because I was a big-ass kid who <laughs> kept growing. So my shoe size went with my age every year, always till I was 18. So oh, it wasn't like I could wear something last summer again, you know what I mean? She had to keep buying stuff. So she had to work all these jobs to feed me. I'm eating everything up. Yeah. Like, so it's a lot. So I looked at her and, you know, my dad gave child support, but it wasn't enough for somebody like me who is constantly growing. So I knew if she would have had somebody to be able to help her, like, you know what I mean? That would have been great. So I kind of look back to try to help. Because, like, my charity, B Major Foundation, basically goes towards single-parent homes. That's one of the main things. And then, um, like, the healthy kids, healthy living. And then I added... um mental health awareness because of like the yeah. guys who are um you know i've had to experience some guys who are former players who are dealing with like you know the concussion symptoms and stuff like that and they didn't want to talk to their family they rather deal with it or talk to another player who they feel comfortable who they feel like can relate Understands too. so when i realized that how real that was i had just added that to my um mission statement like the end of last year okay but yeah i, I pretty much i try to support everybody's um event because I want them to support mine you know so I try to go out there and, and support and I mean I just link people up too and to help you know help people just be in better positions I feel like that's what you're supposed to do you, if you hold everything in your hand to yourself and then if something go bad with you you can't mm-hmm. even rely on nobody or nobody like to help pick you up so it's like you gotta like try to help somebody sometimes and you it comes back to you though it comes back to you anyway you're exactly not that you don't have to look energy. at that person to give back to you it might come another way exactly that's facts that's real facts man. yeah so how um how did you end up with this? Because I I say energy drink and you correct me on it. Oh yeah. Um, recovery. Oh, repent. Yes, repent. Recovery. So yeah, it's basically like um I came up with it because <laughs> somebody was following me on Instagram and um they was like, 
how I seen you just party and now you up in the gym and da, 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 you know what I mean? It was like, it just will go great with your lifestyle. And um, I said, well, I don't want to do anything if it don't really work. They're like, well, we'll let you test it out and then, this, you know, see how it goes. So when I tried it and then I tried it with a few of my friends too, um, I'm like, damn, this shit worked. Like, I was surprised, but the difference is like, RS has like nanotechnology, so it's science behind it. So it's able to penetrate your cells and actually your body absorbs about 75 to 80% compared to like if you're drinking anything else, your body's going to absorb probably like 30, you know, 30%. So it works and you can, tell, you can feel the difference. But when I say it's not an energy drink because it's not like a Red Bull where right. you're just like this, but you just feel your hangover lift up and you feel better. So you don't feel that sluggish feeling no more. You just feel like. Oh, I ain't got no hangover no more, but you may still need to, like, like a little sleep. If you only slept for like three hours, you're going to still be tired. <laughs> it's not going to give you that type of, it'll give you a little kick though, but not like, you're not going to be like all wired like a, a rebel, but right. you won't have a hangover. You won't have a headache. You won't have none of that. So I go party. Minutes. I go party. It, it kicks in about to 20 kick minutes. In. Yeah. So I go party. I got you about four Red Bulls. I go like, <laughs> I got you a lot of Red Bulls, but that shit to kick in. Mm -mm. Oh, for real? Yeah, for me? You may oh, have yeah. built a, well, a resistance or something. Oh, yeah, like a high tolerance for it? No, I don't. I drink it with liquor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roman Red Bull, go to sleep. <laughs> 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 you know so, okay, so I have to, because I think I've done that before. I've gone only once, though, because in my brain, I was just like, no, this ain't, this ain't life. I just I, did it on Saturday. I went out, and I was meeting a friend out to the club, Then they wanted to go to the after hour, um, Booby trap on the river, which I don't know what time it ever closes. No. I left at like seven and then got home like seven thirty and then I forgot I had a meeting the next day. Luckily my phone rang, had about it was a little late, but so so were they. The meeting was at three. Um I was still like, you have to wake up drunk still? Yeah. That's how I felt. <laughs> I was like, man, I gotta hit it together. So I drank one. On my way to the meeting, it took me about 25 minutes to get there. It kind of kicked in and made me feel better so I can focus and concentrate. And then I was able to go on about my day. And then from there, I went to the mantra to kind of start it back over. Repeat. <laughs> right. Repeat. That's the only thing about it, too. We launched it last year in um, Vegas, too. And uh, we were using them. It was like never hung over. So we was kept going. I said, we don't want to abuse them now. But so clearly it worked. It. <laughs> yeah. And do you just drink one? or? Yeah, I just drink one. And then I'm good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to test the theory. Just drink one. I'm trying to. I'm gonna have to test the theory. I'm telling you. I'm gonna leave. I think I got two of them. I'll leave one here for both of y'all. And I'm. I'll definitely vlog it. Okay. This is me. Lit at the club. Drink, drink, drink. And then. So you can even do it. And then go to kickboxing the next morning. When you're done drinking, or you could do it the next morning when you wake up. You feel like I got a hangover. So either or. So when that night when you finish drinking, you feel like you drink a lot, or the next morning when you get up, you feel hangover. Question. Mm. If you puke that night, can you take it in the morning? If you throw up, yeah, uh -huh. you can take it the next morning. Okay, just checking. Yeah. I I throw up. I just uh, throw up. <laughs> so yeah, wait till after you throw up because you don't want to throw that up. So yeah, take it after you like, throw up. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll try it in the morning. <laughs> you got to know yourself, okay? Right. You got to know yourself. Room spinning. Close your eyes. That's the worst feeling. You get right back up because you was like, it's not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. The walls are should not be moving. Okay. See, I don't feel drunk until I, I get in the car. I feel like I'll be feeling drunk. So sometimes I feel like I'll be getting drunker in my sleep. Like it's still like. It's one time they down. I'll be waking up. I'll be drunk. I'll be throwing up the whole next day, not that same night. Yeah, next if day. I throw up, it'll be like the whole next day. I'm like, damn, I'm still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, it was still affecting me as I was sleeping or something. Like the liquor I drink. <laughs> now, see, you also have. Um, a podcast and you also uh -huh. host. Um, how has that, you know, like I said, there's so much that you have a lot of skills and, and, and. I'm just practicing these skills. Um, I do CBS on Sundays called Sports Desk. So it's basically a sports wrap up. So at like 1130 with Jim Barry, who Jim Barry used to interview me when I was in college. Oh, wow. Full <laughs> circle. Right. So um, it started, I was in um, LA doing a show called um, Sports Nation for ESPN. It was the final show and I did it. They flew me out there to come fill in for um, Marcellus Wiley, who had already got a new job. I did it, and then um, stations here, two two different stations here, like, seen it, and they was like, let's have them do a guest spot. And um, I did one for, I think it was NBC, and then I did one for um, CBS. And then I showed up the one time for CBS. Remember the Dolphins had the longest game ever? <laughs> I was at that game, so I didn't really get a chance to change my clothes. I was straight from the game. I had to go to the interview. 
remember the game they had like all these timeouts because it was like a storm and stuff? I was at the game. So basically from the game, I had to go straight to the station. I did the interview. We talked. And then they asked me to come back. And then next thing I know, they had me for the whole season. So then when the season was over, um, they were like, well, can we just keep you – you know, year round, and anytime we talking football, canes, dolphins, anything, you would be the Trav. You'll come on and you'll talk. So I'm like, all right. So how does that feel though? Because I always feel sometimes that that that's for for players post you know their careers. It's it's one of the things I feel like some of them have you know just to be able to still stay within the, that you know world what's crazy and that realm. I ain't never want to do it because. Like, you had a chance, they had all these different um, boot camps you could take, and I signed up for the Clive Davis Music School, and you had to get accepted. I got accepted. So I did that. And while everybody was doing the broadcast boot camps, <laughs> I was more you into the music. You did say you like music, yeah. yeah. so I did that. You went there. And then everybody was like, you should do the broadcasting thing. I was like, nah, I'm good. So it ended up being thrown back in my face. So I was like, dang, it must be a sign. I keep acting like I don't want to do it. I might as well just go ahead and learn it. So my boot camp has been... In live action real. just doing it so you know jim barry's been good and he's been like coaching me and teaching me you know what to say even when it comes to like the camera changing like different little things to look you know what i mean so i'll be yeah, like, like this with the camera yeah so like he's <laughs> the veteran so he's definitely been teaching me things uh while i was there so i just continue to learn from him but it's been cool that's awesome yeah that's a great opportunity it is you know, awesome that i i didn't know that the nfl Set up programs, you know, like oh, yeah. for people that's, that's excellent in the NFL. That's so, in, uh, well, in your off-season, you can um, – they have a brochure, and um, you can just go through the brochure and pick out different things that you want to do, and they, have, they set up boot camps for you to that's do it. Right. So, sometimes you'll see those guys on NFL Network. You might think that they're just a guest, but sometimes they're they part of the boot that. camp, and they're just teaching them something. I always wondered that, though. Yeah. I wondered, like, how, how they got on there like that? Like, like how y'all know yeah, he going to behave? He going to talk right? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay, so, so y'all school for that? That's dope. Okay. Yeah, they yeah they give you boot camps for it. Oh man, what has been something that's happened that that kind of caught you off guard when you when you've been doing the shows as you've been learning? I ain't gonna lie, I don't know if they said it or not, but <laughs> I was um it'd be Sunday fun day and I had went on there maybe like a little tipsy <laughs> and I. <laughs> I had referenced the Porky Bean Project and something. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the interview and I was like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Repent. Yeah. <laughs> but I ain't do it after that. After, after that, after they that. Like, like, you know what? Just stay home and I'll go out afterwards. But yeah, um, <laughs> it was one time I had like went to like, I don't know if I went to a brunch or something and I guess it didn't wear off by the time I got there and I was still like, Kind of like energetic and hype and kind of. I would have been that girl like, oh, you heard the girl said the fucking thing. Uh huh. And they probably they looking like they laughed though, but they kind of like what? <laughs> 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 now, see, being that you mentioned um, your interest in music and mm-hmm. you've you know definitely being down in in the music scene in Miami, um, I always have to ask that ask this question, you know. What have you seen? Because you also, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of people that um, influencers and celebrities that you're um, friends with, and that you, yeah. So, what what would you say as far as the music scene in in Florida, South Florida, that you would like to see change? I actually think it's finally growing mm-hmm. because now you're having, a, a, I feel like, a lot more artists that are coming out of South Florida compared to like ten years ago. Probably was on like what four maybe. Or whatever so now you have like the little pump you have kodak black you have the city girls so i like to see that keep growing um because i feel like a lot of people always complain about oh we should have more this and the other and then they pick up and move to atlanta but moving to atlanta doesn't help here you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. like you're gonna stay and fight the fight or you're gonna run and flee so i just feel like hey, if you're gonna you right i feel like if you want to make a difference you got to stay and help you know make the difference and and be okay with supporting you know one another because like I said, if you want them to support you, you got to support them. Like, it's not going to take nothing away from you because I feel like at the end of the day, they people have their own fans. Everybody's not going to like you. You're going to have your fans. They're going to have their fans. Everybody's going to be able to relate to certain people. So it shouldn't affect you. You should be happy to see that somebody from your neighborhood or whatever is um in a better position and possibly can lend a hand back to you to help you get in a better position. So I, I never get why people 
will say all that and then be mad and don't want to support people either. So it's like, well, which it's one is it? It's almost like a spotlight. Like, if you're looking for something, like, if you, if some, you know, if if there's one particular, after, you know, the Kodak's, the punk, people started looking at Florida and being like, okay, what else does South Florida have? And it's like, people don't understand, but that all starts with, you know, if we help kind of make sure we continue to, exactly. to pump out, you know, no pun intended, little pump, but to pump out <laughs> artists from, right. from the crib. And, and actually support them. And I feel like, people started becoming supportive of, you know, these artists. And I feel like a lot of people became supportive of, like, the city girls and realizing, like, oh, they're from Miami. And, like, you know what I mean? And, and they're doing well for themselves. Um, so you just need more of that. More support. Support. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with support. Just saying. And people got to confuse supporting somebody from dick riding because I hear that word. Yeah, I hear that. And yeah. Then, yeah, it's like, it's called support. Like, somebody supports you, they dig around you. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, you got to know the difference and kind of be Those a little more hating. mature, too. And, like... And then all that, like, I'm not friendly shit, I don't like that either because it's not really about being friendly, it's about networking and being being grown, being an adult. You know what Listen. I'm saying? Because if you sit back in a room and you ain't speaking to nobody, ain't nobody going to know what the hell you do. Listen, I've got to, <laughs> I was at an event, uh, actually the event on Saturday, and this the, the woman said, um, she, she um, related it to females, and she was like, young ladies, it's okay to be, you know, the baddest chick, but... You know, it's it's even better to walk by and to and introduce yourself to your fellow sister. Be like, hey, you know, how are you? Right. Like I've sat in events where, listen, y'all know I'm. I'll come up to you. Mm. I don't care. Like, hey, how are you? And I've and sometimes I intentionally just wait and see how long because you know that awkwardness. I know you saw me walk in. Yeah. We locked eyes. You know I'm here. Yeah. And it's almost like a do 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 like standoff. Right. And I'm like, why? Why? Just just go and say hi, or even just you'll be here. Go, y'all kill me. The the people that go to a networking event the and hold, network, to hold yeah. up the wall. The only talk to the people they came with. <laughs> That's it. And it's like, what was the purpose? <laughs> why That's you came out your house? Like just to be out the house and say they was out somewhere, but. Um, you got to capitalize on that. And I'm I'm really, like, a big advocate of, like, when I know my friends do something, I'm going to tell you what they do because it might be able to help them, might be able to help you, or something because you're supposed to. supposed like, to connect the dots. That, even on your, on your Instagram, like, oh, yeah. you, you post a lot of your friends. That yeah. Like, supposed to connect dope, the dots. Like, supposed to. Because that's how the word spreads. And, yeah. you know, and you never know who you have that day that may have needed to mm-hmm. know that this person does that. Exactly. So, it's okay to network. It's not like stop holding up the walls, y'all. It's not being friendly. It's about conducting business. Oh, I was like, stop, stop holding up the walls. <laughs> right. And you know, I I went to an event, and also I will say, you know, how important is it to you when people? Because I I know based on what they see that you do, mm. you know, they also see you as an, a potential partnership opportunity mm. for whatever. How important is it for when people come to you that their stuff is on, is correct? Very important because I feel like you're wasting my time. Um, somebody come to me and just don't have things together. I don't like a talker. I like a doer. Like, because I can sit here and tell you and sell you on myself Everything. about how great I'm supposed to be, this and the other. And then when it comes down to the work ethic or something like that, you're not doing much. So it's just like, I don't want to waste my time. I want to at least see something that you got it already in place because other than that, you're just wasting my time. You're just talking. I like the let's, what is it? Let's work. And then that's it. That's all they send. And you're just like, it's just what? a little cliche, little hashtag that people like to put, but I'm like, they don't really want to put in the work. That's the problem. Ooh. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 Watch your work. So listen, people, get your business in order. Have your, you yeah. um, I think, you know, maybe that we, we do a networking event and we discuss elevator. You know, everyone should have their elevator pitch. How, how to be able to within 50, because the truth is, at most events, and, at a, and you know this, at a lot of events that you may be at, you legit have a good 30, 30 maybe 60 seconds with somebody before attention. they, especially before they pull, you're like, hey, Brian, we need you over mm-hmm. here. So, you know, you got to be able to in those. Have your card in place. Have something have so I can reference back to. Even if I get pulled away, it's like, at least give me a card so I can go back and be like, what are they talking about? How many people actually follow up with you after? Because th- th- that's another that's thing. That's another people, thing, too. People will talk to you and say they want to do business, and then they don't follow up. I'll find myself following. I'm like, why am I chasing them? Exactly. And you don't want to do business with me, so nah, I'll wait for them to hit me back. Or a whole year later, you run into them again. Like, yo, Abram. Oh, I was trying to get myself together, but I think I'm ready now. That's why I say I don't like listening to people say how, like, they ready to do this, that, and the other, and then it's like you telling me something, but you showing me the complete opposite. So... (laughs) 
Oh, that is such a true statement. Yeah. It's a true statement. So um, I'm actually about one thing about, about the label. Is it still active? Yeah, I'm actually getting back into it now. Um, Super Cindy came and asked me to help A&R the project that her and Trina have. Queens don't compete, so I'm waiting to get started on that. And um, really get back into it through that way and then find an artist that um, it music is their passion but are coachable. Because you have some mm. people who are passionate, but then they ain't coachable. They want to do it their way. And it's like... You, you got to listen. You, you This is your listen. first time going through, and I'm going to put us around some people and myself who've done this before. You got to be able to be coachable. You can't always think everything's supposed to be your way. Like, you, you got to be a happy medium sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. And um, I just feel like that. So somebody who's passionate about it, who's going to do it regardless, and then somebody who is coachable and consistent. Those are, like, the main things for me about an artist because everybody's going to come up to you and they're going to play you to I don't know where some of these people are who they friends are though they play music they got some, they got some messed up friends like their friends yeah and it's like come on like how you how you let your friend post that for real <laughs> I'll be looking like you ain't real friends and they be sitting there they be bobbing right with them I'm like yeah like y'all know that come on real. and stop playing the whole song just give me the verse and the hook I get it <laughs> don't sit me through all these songs I'll be already telling people as soon as I go in there they will hear something I'll be like listen just play the verse and the hook, and I get and it. We move to the there. next song. We're not going to sit here and listen to <laughs> all these whole songs. I have people on my live right now who are asking about, you know, are you looking for artists? And I am. Like I'm looking for serious artists. That's going to work. Listen, my artist, I probably got no artists no more because I work there as the dev. I send them Miss Betty Wright, and she makes, makes, oh, makes them Betty run up and down play. the steps. She give them vocal training, even if there's a rapper. I heard. She to does teach not you play. how to perform. Because you got to be an artist, not just a rapper. Like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the artist is more mm. of a complete. They know how to speak. They know how to go out here and perform. They know how to do. That's an artist. But just like a rapper is just, I can stand behind the microphone and just rhyme. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you want an artist. So everybody called themselves an artist, but a lot of people are just rappers or singers. They don't really know how to give you the full package. Mm. Well, you know that I've seen somebody, um, I don't know if it was Teach, no, Rico Love had posted, he reposted mm-hmm. something because he said he was like, even Beyonce practiced mm-hmm. for eight months and you act like you can't. For a two hour concert. <laughs> <laughs> right. you eight act, months, that's a lot of work. You work. act like you can't just get up and practice your, you know. Always have an excuse. If, you, if you're dealing with an artist, they always have an excuse. They don't really want it because mm. you wouldn't have an excuse, especially if you have somebody that's putting you in a position all I'm doing is making you try to be the best you can be. So how the hell are you going to give me an excuse you can't make it to Miss Betty? This shit paid for. All you got to do is show up. And it's paid for. Right. All you got to do is show up. Okay. So you know any artists that, that, that look for, for that? Like, you know, here's some serious artists out there that's, you know. They're going to put in the work. I'll be making yeah. their ass go to the gym with me, too. I'll be making their ass do everything. I'm going to send you some. I'm going to send you some. Yeah. You got to be about lifestyle, bro. I'm going to send yeah. you some. Because I feel like you just have to be well-rounded with that. Like, because when it comes down to traveling and stuff, you want to, like, be, like, in a decent shape. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be, like, getting sick and shit. Like, you want to be able, out here moving around. got to be up to par. Yeah, and then when you perform, like, you ain't at a point you ain't going to need a hype man because your ass know how to move around by right. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the hype man could be the DJ, but you don't even need somebody filling the words for you on the stage. This time around, would you have somebody kind of, I don't want to say vet, but kind of really, because I feel like you'll have, there's a lot you have going on, but I think to have somebody that can kind of really, okay, if there's somebody that pops up on the radar, okay, that's really, like, identified. Do they really meet this cut to even just go to the next point as far as even a meeting or the further discussion? If it's somebody like, I got to first be a fan of their music. So once I become a fan, I actually like their music or even if I like their tone, because I feel like you can, so work, you can work and with. fix, yeah, you can fix mm-hmm. some things. Even if I like that, um, you can fix content, you can whatever. Um, I would be open to it. And then I would give it like, you know, a month or two just to, just to see. let's work on some things and this and, and I'm going to set some things up and see if you arrive on time or see if you, Ooh, you know what I'm saying? that on time. Or about, yeah, time, because that's one thing you can't get back. You can make some money back, but you can't make that time back, <laughs> you know? So time is definitely like important and just being accountable because I've had artists where you set up interviews and you can't get a hold of them on the phone. I had to have another oh, friend. Lord. Do the interview for Listen. them. Like, put it on speakerphone. I'm going to feed you the answers. <laughs> you say it and act like you didn't over the phone. Like, just different <laughs> stuff like that. I shouldn't have to be going through all this because this is your career, not mine. Yeah. You like, know what I mean? You're in the position. They want to get to into the position where, uh, you Sometimes know, they get with me and they think they're in a position already. But you ain't did nothing yet. 
Ooh. And I feel like that so it happens with a lot of people. Ooh. Even when they sign with a major, they feel like, oh, I signed. You signed. That's part of the journey. That ain't the, that ain't the end. You, gotta, you, you still got a lot of work signed. to do. You got to stay <laughs> signed. Yeah, stay signed. They'll drop your ass. You'll be a tax write-off. <laughs> you better learn. He said a tax write-off. For real. Fix it, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> oh, I never heard that one. I never heard that That's one. What it is, though. Yeah. Write your ass off Texas. Yeah. But you know, it's it's gosh, I don't know. Rose. I already have a lot of first, like I got me I always talk to Meat about just, you know, what I see. And even though I find myself feeling like I don't like I don't know what Meat would call me, like a A and R ish something. Like I see and I hear and I'm like <laughs> and I don't understand because to me it's like if 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 you're hungry mm. and this is what you want. The problem is they probably need to be starving. Then. You know what I'm saying? You know what like I think hungry. also. Maybe you, maybe you ain't starving, hungry, but they ain't really. They yeah. ain't really trying to go get the. You know what no. I also think it is though. This society, people get past a certain amount of followers, mm. and off rip just feel like all right. You got them and followers. Listen, you better have the same amount of money in that bank account you got them damn followers. Then them followers ain't doing shit for you. Them people better they be ain't buying shit. Listen. Out of all the followers, probably one percent gonna buy. Like, gonna you know be, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a, followers I, ain't doing nothing for you. Let me tell y'all, and I, I'm, I'll tell you what I do with a lot of artists, and this is where I figure out, or this is where I start to kind of really gauge their disconnect, because um, yeah, meet no, I tell them all the time, I'll go just art, certain artists and. I'll figure out where they're really investing their time mm. and even their money. Mm. Because I've seen, I've gone through, I don't even know, countless artists' pages. I then go try to see if I could find them on Instagram. I mean, mm. on Spotify. Mm. I try to see what platforms I could find right. them in. And in my head, it's like, you just spent X amount of dollars for this outfit, for this or whatever. But your marketing, you I can't find you on any platforms. Right. I've seen that. But you supposed you and you have over a hundred something thousand followers, and you you're and then those that do have the Spotify's the the money's going still into the vanity of the social media um, vanity life, but your streams are nowhere. I and it's your streams you can make money if you properly yeah. do it right and right. you invest into it. I think a lot of people now like, and that's why I say I try to find the artists that um. It's their passion because I feel like a lot of them is like the lifestyle that rapping can bring and the look. So it's like they really do it for that. They really ain't into music. They want to be a part of right. the lifestyle that it supposedly brings. The but like Trick always is saying, like all these new rappers coming out rich already. Like where the struggle at? Like tell us about what you had to do to get the money. Like you know what I'm saying? It's no. They struggling. They just no, don't want to talk about. Yeah, they ain't gonna talk about it. But it's like that's why somebody like Cardi B they like because it's like she kept it she, real though. She just. Was like a lot more transparent and told you her journey. She didn't hide nothing, and you was related and you watched her grow. You know what I'm saying? And then even you had like Biggie and all them. Like when they first came out, they told you about the hustle and all that. Like they told you about the hard times, so people going through hard times can relate. And now we get to watch you grow. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. We're not watching a lot of artists grow or they coming see where out. They came from. They coming out already with who got it and all the shit. What the fuck y'all do? Like I'm gonna go get my Hyundai while you and your Bugatti. Yo, listen, I, I was looking at a jeweler page the other day, right? And I've seen so many rappers I've never heard of, never seen. But that's where the money's getting invested. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? What, what was these people? Just looking for the look. That's all that shit be about? The look. Day day off the block. <laughs> like, I, to me, an artist, you could tell me, hey, yo, listen to my song. Hey, you know this. Between your talent and then I pay attention to how you're moving. At the end of the day, who we um we had an artist come in here, Trav Falcon. He came in, he came in with his banner, his step and repeat right. banner, put it up, and he's like, Yeah, you know, I put his shirt gets, up, and I looked at him and I was like, mm-hmm. You get it. Yeah. And I was like, Okay, that is the that is the 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 you know and presentation. the presentation. Yeah. Help spread the and it gets your attention. And, and then it'll make people inquire like, Who is that? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because he first of all, he's coming in a way that Typically, people don't come in. It actually, yeah. did though. Cause I, I what? It got Ross interested. It gets, it gets people yeah. interested because they're right. like, "Well, who is that?" But that's what I'm saying. It gets people interested in a way that most people don't come in that way, you know. Right. And mm-hmm. you kind of mentioned this some um, this earlier. It's like you got to seize every opportunity. You do. I keep telling people the minute I step out my house to do anything, if it doesn't put me a step forward towards my goal, my dream, my passion, what the fuck am I coming out the house for? Right. I can stay on Instagram scrolling. Eating popcorn. <laughs> Shit. 
Write so, me comments, the right? fuck? <laughs> Y'all need to find something else to do. <laughs> Just, so it's like you 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 know you you gotta excuse me when you get out there you have you have to come back with a contact and follow up on that contact yeah. you know if, do your if research you're if you're really serious yeah. and then you know then it turns into man don't nobody support people that no you're not moving properly you're not you're not moving right and you want to blame the city everybody you want to blame everybody else but you not, not moving right not be accountable for what it is that you actually not doing. <laughs> you know, like you got you have this following, but you can't get at least ten homeboys to come or show up for a show just for you and I pay. Was at, I was at the office like two weeks ago or three weeks. I don't know. I don't, I can't remember the artist's name, but he had a whole crew of people. He was on my Snapchat somewhere. He had a whole crew of people. They had his name on his shirts too. So he had a few drinks that night, but it got my attention because at first my back was turned. Then I'm like, damn! I heard like. His whole sexual rap. And then like he had us watching and he had a group of friends that supported his ass shit. But that's what you're supposed to do. No, you do, do because now it made us it made me pay attention now. Like Who is him? Well, let me see if go find him. Yeah. And um he was entertaining too. Like he just <laughs> he was entertaining too though. But I wanna say it was on a Wednesday night I was there. I can't remember. It was a guy, I can't remember who it was though, but he had a whole and they was right to the front how, too. That's how it's supposed to be, cause. And I'm gonna tell you another girl who I see do that. I seen do that too. Um, a couple months ago was the girl Diamond the Body. Oh yeah. She had like her little friends. It seemed like she coming separate from them. It's like disturbing these bitches. They be like all <laughs> rapping that shit. I was like, damn. But it's, it's but that's what you're that gets people's to attention. Do. Like, so some people get it. Maybe some people just don't know no better. Or they don't want to ask their friends, or their friends probably like, hell, nah, I ain't doing that. Like, I don't know, but <laughs> and then you need new friends, right? Yeah, you need to check your friends, and if they don't really want to support you, like, you, they don't want to support you at home, then they know your shit whack, probably. <laughs> hell, nah, we finna bounce to this. <laughs> like, I support Test your you. friends that way. If they don't want to support you in public, public, they probably think your music whack. <laughs> they, in the studio, but it's like, all right, come, dog, come, come to the club. Nah, you know what? Um, <laughs> gotta watch Scooby. <laughs> Making up shit. Look at up shit. You need My to mom test. Me to stay in the full clothes. <laughs> what? <laughs> For real. Test. You know you gotta you gotta. Nah, you gotta put a tester out there. <laughs> hey. They be bopping with you. Hey, it makes a difference, and I, you it know, do. it do. And I think there's, there's, I feel like there's extra work now because some artists just the social media is the platform they think that they're only growing. And but it's, it's more like, than one platform. That's what they have to realize. Exactly. So you can't keep banking everything off of just Instagram or tweeting and stuff like that. You have all these different platforms where you can put music out. Like you said, Spotify, Apple Music. You can throw something on YouTube if you have a nice video or something. like. Because visuals sometimes make a song even sound better or like you like it even more. Because if you listen to that 7-Eleven song by Beyonce without the visual... I don't know if girls would have liked it like that, but when they seen the visual, them having fun and all that, they it changes the vibe. What they seen in the video, like you it know, what I'm saying? The vibe. so some songs add you know value to the song when they have a video. Right. So um, people just got to know it's a whole bunch of platforms, and and another thing is people have to use, get used to being uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? And stepping out of their comfort zone because if you're gonna keep doing what you always doing, what you used to doing, you're gonna keep getting the same result. Sometimes you got to step out and do something that. Okay, I ain't used to doing this, but I got to step out here and go to this networking event and, and meet some other DJs or meet some other people and mm-hmm. and know it's business. Because at the end of the day, you're trying to get your, your music heard and go out here and just go to some of these events where other artists are performing and you go there and you just showing love to them. You ain't got to be on the, on the thing, but you're just there showing love or networking and maybe doing a song, collabing with somebody. Like You just got to do that sometimes. Stop always just thinking about yourself. Listen, I've had those people don't, People think, they're like, oh, you're always out. Yeah, some days I really, most of the time, I really don't want to go. And But I will say, even at the times that I've, I haven't been up for it, that, that's when I end up making some of the biggest connections I've ever just, like, come across. Mm. And it's like, you never know yeah. what what destiny has for you that right. night. Who's going to, you know. And, I, and I've seen it countless times. Somebody will be like, yo, I wasn't going to come out. And then, boom. I, you hear that a lot, too. Like, I wasn't going to come out tonight. And then it's end up being boom. a good situation. You know, you yeah. just got to be strategic and tactful and just, you know, get creative with it. Be within your means when yeah. you can. Absolutely. I'm going to make y'all pay for this knowledge because y'all tripping. <laughs> Free gems. We just, just <laughs> gems, just gold mining this bitch. So, okay, I'm done. <laughs> so what's, what's next, though? I 
know, I know, you know, you pick up a lot of ventures. So. Yeah. So what's next is um, I have an app that's coming out called Let's Chat. Um, nephew, uh, Flo's nephew, yeah, Colin. Yeah. He's a partner, and we have two other friends based out of LA. So the, the app is basically um, a language translator. So. And Uber needs it here. <laughs> so I got my Uber canceled what? a few times because we Yo. can't understand what the hell I'm saying. I can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> so basically, it's a language translator in a form of um, text messaging. And then we are now just working on like the way you can actually talk. And it'll just translate it. up into 104 languages. And then what we sell is the plugin. So on your websites, you um, insert the plugin, you buy it from us, and it'll convert your website into that person who's reading it, native website native language and they don't have to have the plugin just as long as you have it. so for businesses and stuff right. they want to sell to anybody across if they come on your website it'll be in their language so it'll, it'll make it easier to for them it. to do business with you so that's Dang. the next thing i'm working on i'm current the plugin for me my friends will call me hey shout out to colin because he's the one who introduced me to those guys and yeah. then okay good because my friends call me now and be like can you tell this man okay i'm put him on the phone okay <laughs> Ella quiere que no de- and i'm just like all right right so okay. this is in real time. So you're not like Google Translate something. You had to go paste it, whatever. This is just real, like, just download. On the moment. Just text. Ooh, I, this going to all of y'all. Yeah, so when that officially comes out, I'll definitely be talking about that next. Because I'm not. Trying to get it, like, at different universities and stuff. Because, you know, they study abroad. Like, you have different That'll be definitely helpful. Out of the country coming over to different colleges and stuff. So I'm trying to get the University of Miami first. Right. At home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Make not? them seem listen. innovative first, right? right. <laughs> Why not? Right, yeah. you're supposed to. Supposed to. I ain't go nowhere else, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make them look good first. Of course. I'm a mother. Shout out to Rose Milan out of New York. She's on my live. Oh, Rose. But, um, you know, she raps now as well. She's been rapping. Yeah. Well, she's been rapping now yeah, for a couple years. But she waited till she moved way back to damn New York. Right. To oh, get yeah. serious. That's DJ Me. He said, what up? My dog. Junebug. But, yeah, she's actually doing pretty good, too. So, I like to hear some of her stuff. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Definitely getting back into music. So how can people submit, though? Or or will you have, like, a formal way, or they just going to bombard your DMs? Um, <laughs> they can probably – I'll let them go to my DM, because you know why? If they page private and they're artists, that's another thing I Bruh. hate. I'm like, well, who's you hiding this shit from? <laughs> <laughs> you an artist, but you page private. I hate how that. Because, like, people that DM you? me – about music, and then I can try to go to their page. You know, private. have a song on there. Right. Like, try to hear something. Like, I ain't requesting you. And it's like you're not serious about life. <laughs> you're not serious about life. Whether because it's like who anything why is your you page do. Private is an artist. Whether you're because it happens a lot with models. I would get models, and then I go to their page, and I'm like, uh, how can I see <laughs> that you're gonna be worth this booking, sis? Right. That no. I don't like, be getting it. I got, I, got, I got to know your work before I fuck exactly. With you. So it's like. You know, you try to go to the page and check out like what they might have posted musically, that's, that's and like, it's like, that's like business owners. Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's, a that's why Instagram did what they did. That if you're if you put your account as a because before if your account was a business account or a public figure or whatever account, you you could still put it private. And mm-hmm. then Instagram and Facebook did this update that if it if you are a public figure, a business, whatever page that you are not, they you can't you can't. So if, mm. if the person has their page private in their business, they've never registered the account as a business account. So they don't even get the analytics oh, that okay. you would see yeah. as a public figure or a business right. account. But it's like, oh, how right. am I supposed to know what you have? <laughs> yeah, Meat was like, what you mean? I said, Meat, go try. But I tell yeah, people. You know, like what markets, like what your strong markets are and stuff like that. But I Shout tell people. Disco Rick. Let's go. He just typed he, in wiggle wiggle. Oh boy. <laughs> He's special. He's very special. But I tell people I said, listen, if you are if you feel that you're gonna be that you are such a private person or there's certain things you don't want out there, listen, then you can dictate you, what you post. Well, I would say create if you if you still wanna be on or this platform, separate, yeah, create a separate, a separate one. one where, you know, I have one that's all Disney out and then one that's dedicated to what I do. Right. So it's like you can create your personal you block, you know, lock it. I don't, I don't never I never understood that. Like I've had a few people come up to me. Some music, some say they hide it from Instagram. the, the haters, like, the people that you know. And it's like everybody not go gonna ahead. like you. People gotta get over that. Right. Like everybody not gonna like you. Everybody not gonna like. Everybody don't like everybody music. Period. So get over that. Get past that. And this ain't the business you want to be in. If you worried about haters and people right. like you, like get, you get starting off used to it now. Wrong. Right. You starting off now. You might not be built for this because if you worried about them already, it's then it's not worse. gonna be good for you. You are gonna be that industry will beat you up. In my Mufasa voice, this is only the beginning. 
real shit. Yeah. So like, if you already worried about that, is this this not for you? Yeah, heard So what can people? Want to purchase um, the repent? Repent. They yes. can go to drinkrepent.com or now we have it on Amazon. It's been on Amazon for about a little oh, over sure. a month now, so it's on Amazon now. I'm just trying to build up the awareness and then the fact that it actually works. Because you know, other people have put out stuff. Um, it might have worked, might not have. But a whole bunch of that after the 2K pull party. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just trying to build up awareness before I start putting it like 7 Elevens. We have a contact that we can start getting 7 Elevens, but we don't want to waste shelf space. So. Um, just continue to build up the awareness. And e-commerce is, is really yeah. working right so now. So my like yeah, my website will be done soon too. I had to update it because I had to add like the repent to it in my podcast. So I have an e-commerce. Cost leech. Yeah. Keep up. Another notch. <laughs> but you know what? That's what it's supposed to be. Everything should be progression. You should never be stagnant. You should never be complacent. Yeah. Like you have to build and add because you never know. First of all, multiple sources of is income. not going to kill I you. I learned that. Listen, I learned that. You gotta get you some little I got a little white Jewish friend, right? He got <laughs> well for himself. And then my owners, when I was with um the Vikings, um, I had to fly with them to New York. Um, my ass had got in trouble. And they wanted me to see the commissioner. But on our flight there, um, we were just talking. I was like, how did y'all require all this money? To, you paying me and a bunch of other people. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? And he was like, it started with a strip mall. And he was like, and then from strip mall, we had this other business. He said, we had like five things going. He said... And then the one thing just took off. He said, and when that took off, we just used it to fund this next project. That's how so that took off. And then they to. just ended up just having like enough money where now they own the Vikings. And I was like, oh, so they, they that was one thing he always said was like having multiple streams of income because eventually something to take off, but make the you know streams of income of things that you're passionate about. People always feel like you only have one gift. God didn't give you one gift. You have Listen. multiple gifts. Multiple. It's just up to you to tap into them. You know what I mean? And you know, time management and shit like that. Stop wasting so much damn time. Scrolling on social media when you could be doing something productive for your damn for your passions. Let me tell you something. Your this, screen um, time will snitch on you. Let me tell you something. CO, um Debbie with Trina and Tricking all them. Yeah, I was with him, I was with him. Like he plays tennis. He does like a lot of these things with me too. Uh dance class and all that. But I was with him one day and his phone like just like shut off. And he has a timer, he has an app on his phone that only allows him to be on social media per a day, like forty five minutes to an hour a day, and it kicks him off to the mm. to midnight that night. And I'm like, damn, I need to put that on my mom's phone. Oh. Like, but <laughs> on I do Facebook, that. my on mom be on WhatsApp. Yeah, my mom be on. Instagram my mom be on WhatsApp. But like, some people might need to do that to discipline themselves to like, because you'll find yourself yeah, on social media for a long time. Well, you know. Well, yeah, if you have an iPhone, the screen time, you oh, activate okay. the screen time because yeah. that's how I do my daughter's phone, too. I block up her um, her her activities on it. Oh, okay. But um, one of the things, when you, one of the benefits of actually setting the block, first of all, don't cheat and then go change, you know, go log in Check and it adjust yeah. it. Let it stay there because what it does is it, it, it forces you to be productive as possible mm -hmm. when you do get on Instagram or when you do get on these platforms because I look time. at my screen time mm -hmm. and it, it actually goes down every, excuse me, every week. And then the most of the time, if I'm on it, it's legit posting, taking care of this, looking this, following up, and then I'm done and I'm off of that. Mm -hmm. Shoot, I'm, I spent probably spend more time just texting, trying to coordinate stuff than anything. But when you do the do those time limits, it forces you to be more disciplined and really make. It reminds you to be more useful of yeah. the platform that you're using. And because because if if I tell you me, you only got thirty minutes for all day today. Yeah, you gonna make sure you you're handle any bit. You yeah. gonna be strategic. You gonna make sure you reply to any. Only DMs first that are business related. Mm -hmm. Post whatever you need to post right before that counter goes. Eh. Right. Try again. Post so feed, you know it. Story. You know, and one of the things that I've that I've you know I've been reading a lot of these different books. Even mama. um. Uh oh. <laughs> Look, Your mama on now? I'm good. I'm on here to support. <laughs> <laughs> So she, what she's saying is, don't touch my phone. <laughs> she said, don't touch my phone. Yeah, phone she popped up. Wait, wait on here. Cell <laughs> phone time is good. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about me. She said, don't worry, don't worry about us over here. Right. We good. But I forgot what I was saying. Apples. Okay, anyways. But um, being productive with the phone. Mm -hmm. and, oh, no. What I was saying is, because um, I, I hate reading, but I do find a lot of... Um, 
usefulness in, in reading books. So what I do is the audible audible books. Yeah. And so every book that I've, I've I was listening to, I think Michelle's. I just finished Taraji's. I'm I'm on Damon's um, books now, and you know they all say you need to there's. You need to create these habits. Mm-hmm. You need to it create takes 21 them. days to create a habit. And once you create them, because even, you know, I was talking to somebody that was like, why is this so hard? It's, I'm never going to be able to, 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 you know, be consistent in working out. And I told her, I said, I'm not, I mean, the only thing I do is really kickboxing. But I said, you mm-hmm. know, what I learned was we're so quick to rush to just make the change by tomorrow that instead mm-hmm. of creating the small changes at a time. I think that this generation um, lacks patience. Because everything is like so right now that patience isn't. So even in their careers and stuff, they be wanting everything overnight, like to happen mm-hmm. now. And that's why I like them shows. Instant. You remember back in the day on VH1, like um, behind the music, and it showed like the artists, yes. like what they had to go through right. to get to where they are now, and not like, because people just see, boom, all of a sudden. You, you made it. The artist really. made it. But it's like, you got to see what they went through, you know, prior to, to, to making it big. And I feel like they need to bring those type of shows back. Um, for this generation because a lot of these people think it's supposed to just happen now but then when you look back at those artists who made it they have like a story or a journey that they can talk about and tell you like man i had to sleep on the floor man we was all in the that's basement. why I, that's why i read the books now because i remember those shows the true mm. hollywood stories the behind the music and but those stories is what reminds me that it's not overnight it's not easy mm. you will struggle everything everybody and i and i think i posted that um the other day i said you know everybody that you that you aspire to be as successful as mm. ha, their struggle was real they yeah. went through stuff that probably right now would break you and right. you would give everything up for so it's not as easy but the thing is what are you going to do to push through nothing worth having is easy you know that so it's fact. just like I still want abs. It ain't easy, y'all. <laughs> so it's just like you just got to put in the work or you ain't going to have it. Try again. Go elsewhere. Yeah. Scroll. 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 Right. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Listen, where can people follow you at? <laughs> well, they follow me on all the platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and uh, LinkedIn at Brian McKinney. So B-R-Y-A-N-T, M-C-K-I-N-N-I-E, because I spell mine different than Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. I was like, people be tearing my name up too. They spell it wrong. They spell Brian B R I N, and then they'll put McKenzie. They be saying all type of stuff. Brian. Brian, like Kobe Bryant. And McKenzie. Y'all make sure you know when you when you order your repent. Mm-hmm. Tag them and tag show me. that you have repented that day. <laughs> tag, drink, repent as well, so we can repost it. I repost it. My story. Oh, S N D S code. Code. Drink. All right. And then repent and tag and do That's it again. That's what you feel like doing anyway. When you hugging that toy, throwing up. You be, oh my yes. God! Pray to God. I ain't never do that. Again. So then after you <laughs> pray to God, <laughs> repent. <laughs> Listen, man, I had that moment too before. <laughs> you ain't never like, been like. That's when you know you had a good night. Yeah. He was like, I ain't doing that. And then the next day, hey, you want to go? I right, hold on. <laughs> it took there was I've only gotten super sick once where I swear I think I didn't drink for almost some months and then the smell of alcohol yeah. traumatized me for a hot minute and I was just like I know that feeling too oh. yeah but don't but then water just water just like Drinking all that water, trying to get better, it'll be just swishing around in your stomach. It just be a lot going yeah, on. Yeah, man, it's just like oh, that's why I'm glad I got repent. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I gotta try like. that. I gotta try that because I was. I, I drink too much water. Everything comes right back. Up. Yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. Throwing up all night for no reason because I'm throwing up water. Oh, that's probably it, it bringing the liquor up sometimes. Yeah. Man, listen, that liquor be gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. But listen, I appreciate you coming through. Oh, man. thanks this for having me. Definitely a dope interview. Yeah. This is fun. Oh, this um, buy repent the website again. Uh, drink repent. Drink, drink repent. repent. And then also on Amazon. Amazon.com. Y'all check out. Y'all already know. We'll be back in a minute. Keep it locked on there. DJ Meek Show. Yes, it is. Ready out.